What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I am the host of the Budget Track Podcast. For the month of January, we are posting an episode every single day at 6 a.m. Central Time. If you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button, and review and rate the Budget Track Podcast. That would be very much appreciated. And before we dive in, I want to talk about our sponsor. Social X is a community of entrepreneurs working together to make a positive impact on the world, scale their businesses, make more money, and build their networks with like-minded individuals. They teach entrepreneurs how to go from zero to six figures through weekly mastermind calls featuring top business leaders, online courses, and amazing events all over the country. If you're interested in learning more about Social X, go to socialxevents.com and tell them you came from the Budget Track Podcast. Now, on to the show. The purpose of Common Sense is to give me and my co-host Drew Morgan an opportunity to talk about the different topics pertaining to financial literacy and the ins and outs pertaining to those specific topics. Let's dive into today's conversation about budgeting. So budgeting is something that pretty much started Budget Trek. Obviously, budget's in the name. My philosophy is that you have two different types of expenses. You have fixed and you have variable. Fixed is everything that stays consistent on a monthly basis. That's going to be your rent or your mortgage, cable, electricity, water, Netflix, Spotify, car insurance, car payments, anything like that, that is a fixed expense. Then you've got variable. Variable entails dining out, groceries, gas, and miscellaneous. And miscellaneous is essentially those random expenses. So if you go to the gas station, you buy a Red Bull, you buy a Coke, anything like that, that is a miscellaneous expense because it is random. I understand that a lot of budgets budget out every single little thing. You've got haircuts, you've got clothes, you've got plants, stuff like that. Just random stuff, right? Plants, but yeah. at my, in my perspective, when you're on a budget, budgets can be overwhelming. And when you have 30 or 40 different buckets of money you're trying to stay on track with, it becomes really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have one bucket, variable expenses, and put everything that you spend outside of fixed expenses into that budget, it makes more sense. For me and my wife, our budget is $1,500 a month. That might be low for someone. That might be too high for someone, but it works for us. And it's not up to us to tell you what you should be spending on a monthly basis. That's up to you because you ultimately know your budget and you ultimately know your financial goals. Well, for me, so for me, I'm on the other end of that, right? And and I do agree with the variable fixed expenses. But for the variable side, I know very well if I give myself $1,500 or whatever it is every month or every pay period, it's going to be tough for me to stick with it. And there's a lot of people out there that are like that, right? You have to sometimes chart out what you're going to be spending on and what that $1,500 is going to entail. For me, my pay period is is biweekly, right? Mm-hmm. So I've actually created a budget and split my budget dashboard into two pay periods. When you're on a biweekly pay scale, sometimes you're paid three times in one month, which is great because that's extra income. Now, like you said, with variable expenditures and with fixed expenditures, what we do is we have our direct deposits directly into our checking account, and that is where all of our fixed expenses go. They come out of that checking account. Now, what we do is we use our credit card for all of our variable expenditures Mm -hmm. over the course of a month, and that credit card actually has a very low limit. It's about like $850, like $900. $900. And we use that every two weeks. And then what that does is in our next pay period, that just becomes whatever we spent in that becomes our bill. Now I still chart out what those variable expenditures are on my dashboard. So that to me is actually very important because like you mentioned haircuts, we don't use haircuts every single time, right? So the, the point of that is being, I might have extra $15, $20 here. And if I'm not being careful, I might think I have more money to spend than I actually do. But that's another good point with the credit card having a low limit because I only have so much that we can spend in that time. Mm -hmm. So I'm never going to get myself in this 
sticky situation where I'm having to pay off a lot of uh, a huge expenditure from my previous pay period. Yeah, and like I said, like different things work for different people. That works for me because I do use a credit card for all variable expenditures mm -hmm. now. Since me and my wife paid off all our credit cards, it's easier for us to use our credit card for variable expenses on a monthly basis because you do get points. But of course you have to be smart with it because our limit that we use is $5,000. Yep. And it's really easy to think you have that money to spend, but you really don't. But that way, if you have a credit card that doesn't have that limit and you use it solely for this purpose, it really helps you out. It does. You get a credit card that has only $1,500 on it per month and you're gonna have to pay it off before that next cycle, yeah. right? To, it kind of keeps you accountable. Mm -hmm. and, and and maybe that's that's smart for someone who, who maybe doesn't have that confidence or, or the willpower to say, or maybe just they have the good common sense to say, you know what? I'm notorious for going out and partying with my friends. And if I have a $5,000 limit and I only budget 1,500, I'm, I'm easily going to go into 2,000, 2,500, you know, maybe that's ex extreme for this month. And I need to not do that. Yeah. Then cut yourself back and put a limit on your credit card. Yeah. It'll and and that's something too, yeah. like different things work for different people. And like I said too, strategy, $1,500 works for me and Alyssa. Mm -hmm. That might not work for everyone else. Right. You have to be realistic. If you consistently spend $2,500 on a monthly basis and you want to spend 2,000, maybe start at 2,250. Yeah. You know, give yourself a buffer so that you're not failing every single month and losing that momentum. Because momentum is the biggest thing with budgeting. That's the most important part to actually utilizing a budget effectively and making it work for you rather than against you. Because there's so many different facets to budgets that can really just destroy you if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is expenses. Yeah. And not just variable like we were just talking about, but also fixed. Because there's a lot of fixed expenses, monthly subscriptions that don't seem like a lot on a monthly basis, but they do add up. Spotify mm -hmm. for us, since Alyssa just finished school, is $5. Yeah. It's not a lot. But think about that's $60 over a year, 120 mm -hmm. over two years. And that adds up a lot. Mm -hmm. That's $300 over five years. Mm -hmm. And if we're not using it, then it doesn't make sense. And $300 doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people. But for some people that are notoriously living broke, yes, that is, right? But... You really need to look at your monthly expenses. What do you actually need? What do you not need? And cut it out there. I had an individual ask me about a specific expense, if he should cut it out. And I said, if you have to ask someone who knows nothing about your financial life, if you should cut out an expense, then that tells me that you already think that you should cut out that, that expense and you just want someone to confirm that for you. Mm -hmm. If I'm already thinking I need someone's advice on if I should cut this out, then I should probably cut it out. Yeah. So that needs to be your thinking. And like, it just adds up. Spotify, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. There's other subscriptions you can have on a monthly basis that right. just don't seem like a lot. But if you have 10 subscriptions that are $15 a month, that's $150 a month and you might use two of them. Well, another good point too is you need to be able to, you need to know what all your subscriptions are. Like you were saying earlier, I believe, is you have these subscriptions. If I ask you how many subscriptions you have and what your, where your money is going every month, and you can't tell me, that's a problem, yeah. right? And not, not for me, but that's a problem for you. You have to know where your money is going. That's the whole purpose of budgeting because if you're not staying on top of it, and like we kind of, we talked about Brady's, Brady's purpose is, you know, with variable expense, he gives himself $1,500. With me, I give myself that credit card limit of eight, $900. Really, it's more between like six and 700, but that's on a biweekly scale. So it kind of roughly equals out to what Brady says um, on a monthly basis. But the point is, is I chart out what we're gonna be spending for that two week period. Now, the problem with that is is the consistency and stay, staying on top of it. Because mm -hmm. I find myself going over the weekend without even looking at my budget and then I'll find myself on Monday morning or Tuesday updating it with all the expenses I have. It doesn't matter though. For me still, I'm still seeing where that money's going and I'm constantly up to date on how much money we have left and how much time we have left in the period. So where where I know we need to like kind of scale back or not. The times where I don't look at my budget for two weeks, 
I find that we we're pulling we're, we're pulling money out of places we shouldn't be because we're like oh crap we overspent here we overspent here we weren't being smart yeah so it's just really being being smart knowing where your money's going that's the purpose of budgeting right knowing how much money you can save on a consistent basis knowing how much money you can invest but really to do all of this you have to have some sort of budget laid out it might be through an app it might be through an Excel spreadsheet but you just have to be smart and know the importance and honestly it might suck. It might suck if you're not used to tracking your money. It might it might suck and feel like it's a waste of time. But I promise you in the long run, it's going to be better for you because you're going to be more knowledgeable about the things that you're doing with your money. And it's kind of cool too. Like we use Truebill to track all of our spending. It's like $3 a month, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I know Subscription. it's go- I know it's going oh, there. Brady. Okay. <laughs> but it's cool to see like last month you spent $700 at Kroger. I'm yeah. like, Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a lot. $700 right? at Kroger is a good, that would be a good month for me. Yeah, a good month for you because yeah. you have kids, but I don't have kids. But you need to enjoy life too, but enjoy it within your means. Mm-hmm. And if you realistically don't think you can splurge and spend money on yourself, then just don't. Mm-hmm. Don't hate yourself after you spent the money. Just don't spend the money in the first place. But of course, enjoy life but there are cheap ways to enjoy life. And we've covered that we've in covered previous, that previous episodes. episodes yeah. But I wanted to read this Instagram post that I posted probably about a month ago. How have you actually been able to save money? And I don't mean putting money in your savings account and just letting it sit at 0.09%, which is the average savings account interest rate according to the FDIC. I mean ways to actually save money by spending less. And the top three ways to actually do this are paying down all bed debt. And I've touched on this a lot in previous episodes, but this is definitely a long-term game because bad debt can accrue insane amounts of interest if you continue to only make the minimum payments. And I am a true testament to that. But the sooner you pay that off, the more money you'll save in interest. Cancel subscriptions, just like we were just saying. You need to make a list of all monthly subscriptions and answer the following questions. Who are you paying? How much is it? And when does it come out of your bank account? And once you have that list, take a closer look. What do you actually need? What do you not need? What can you live without? And cancel the ones that you just do not need and the ones you can live without because that is gonna save you a lot of money in the long run. And then I talk about using your credit cards wisely. Drew and I both use credit cards for variable expenditures. If you're still in credit card debt, do not do this. But Dave Ramsey says that if you use credit cards, you're always gonna be paying interest. And that is just honestly not true because if you pay that credit card off before the payment date, for example, If your credit card payment is due on the 15th and you pay it off on the 14th, that balance is at $0. And if your interest rate is 250%, 250% times $0 is still $0. To recap, pay down your bad debt, cancel subscriptions, use your credit cards more wisely. But the purpose of budgeting is to really get on the right track to reach financial freedom. That is really the first step of reaching financial freedom is getting on a budget, being super aware of where your money is going, how much is coming out, when it's coming out, and utilizing that to your advantage to get on track for the long run. Although we're educated in finance, we're not claiming to know everything about finance. We've had our own share of experiences and we're speaking pretty high level on topics that might seem like common sense, but it's well known that common sense does not always equate to common practice. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm posting episodes every day in January at 6 a.m. Central Time, and they're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other major podcasting platform. Check out our social media linked in the description and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll catch you next time.